Welcome to the Price Hall Podcast. Live from New York, we have David Dodrill of Arms Race Nutrition. David, welcome to the podcast. We have a lot to talk about, including I hear we're going to be learning about the new Harness Evolution pre-workout supplement today, and this will be posting on February 13th. So by then, the cat's going to be out of the bag. How's it going? It's going great. You just made me feel like this was Saturday Night Live by saying live from New York. I liked it. Yeah, so you're not you're not from New York, but you're out there. You're pretty much like when I talk about you, I just say like you're the VP of everything at Arms Race. But I love we'd love to hear about your background. Some people are either going to know exactly who you are because you're everywhere in the industry, but other people are not going to have a clue who you are. So um, if you don't mind, give us a, a big introduction introduction where you fit in the puzzle and what you're doing in New York. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of everywhere, right? Like I live yeah. in Ohio. I'm there on the weekends. Um, usually throughout the week, I am off traveling, visiting stores, um, just kind of doing my role from the road. You know, I felt like a lot of work was remote now. And what, you know, yes, you know, the, the we're all under the core umbrella. But with Arms Race, the whole idea was uh, an influencer driven brand. Well, what better way than to one person go out and visit every single person? I feel like it really does a. Uh, a connection with people and no one else does it in my role. So it, it's pretty fun, but I'm always kind of everywhere. Um, and it's not that strategically planned at all. <laughs> we're going to be honest. <laughs> so you mentioned the core umbrella, you mean like the core nutritional is owned by Doug Miller, who we've had on this podcast, we've been on his podcast and everything. How did that relationship start? Isn't there a pretty cool story behind it? Like you basically said that you're just going to get in a van and start selling this stuff or like, I forget what exactly happened. Yeah. I mean, the full story was kind of cool. Um, you know, I, well, let, let me, let me, let me backtrack my GNC days go. real fast. Um, so for GNC, uh, I started doing business in law. So I worked at a law firm for about three years. Um, wasn't for me. Um, I felt like with law, you, with, I did criminal and bankruptcy. And uh, with that, you really couldn't pick and choose your clients. Like it, it is what it was. Um, just wasn't for me. And I, I left that. And then I used to weigh 430 pounds. I lost about 190 in a year. And then that really just got me into the fitness world. Um, I had my own billboard. Ooh, this is ironic. In Times Square, New York, right over there. Um, so after that, I just really fell in love with the fitness world. I got a little bit addicted to it. We all do, right? You you see one little bit of change, you just really get addicted to this lifestyle. And um, what happened from there was I owned my own uh meal prep company for a year. I sold that off and I didn't really have to work at the time. And then I had a friend reach out to me who's like, Hey, you're known locally. Would you mind working at GNC? And then after that, uh, I got promoted every two weeks. I uh, got my own store in two weeks. And then from there, I just kept getting higher volume stores. Um, eventually brought me to Columbus, Ohio. And then I was up for a job in Pittsburgh around the time. And I was really struggling with the idea of, um, you know, I wanted to grow within the GNC walls, um, but there was a lot of changes there. And during those changes, COVID happened. And the way pay was in GNC changed. And for me, that change uh, was a big hit. I was in a million dollar store. And, um, you know, I'm not all about money, but when I do not have something to chase anymore, it really that got frustrating for me on a personal level. So I loved the brand Arms Race when it came in. It launched in September of 2019. And they scheduled an event to do at my store on Arnold Weekend 2020 March. So um, 
really excited for it. Um, you know, Kit Ningle, I was, you know, he used to be with Arms Race. Um, me and him kept in contact a lot during that. And what ended up happening was, you know, the the big pandemic. And essentially, they canceled, right? And when they canceled, Doug Miller and Patrick Mabe showed up. And they still dropped off shirts. They still let me hold the event without Julian. But we had an amazing day. But I met Doug that day, and he kind of asked me on the spot. He's watched me sell to some people. He's like, do you want to come to Virginia and work for the nutrition corners? And I was like, no, I don't want to move. <laughs> um, we just went through this whole thing with the uh, possibility of moving to Pittsburgh for GNC. And um, with the pay change, a year goes by, and – I'm looking at my friend who actually ended up becoming the uh, VP of Cage Muscle at the time. And he he started watching me just sell arms race. And he's like, why are you selling arms race so much? And I was like, they were really good people. He's like, but you don't get paid to sell it. And I was like, so? And um, he's like, so you're telling me that the relationship just from meeting them makes you sell it more than money would. Because the former way of selling at GNC is, hey, what what did you get a PM on? I'm very open about this. So this is – sorry, GNC. Um, but <laughs> they don't have that anymore, so we're good. But I was like, yeah, it was the relationship. And then it all clicked in me. Um, with COVID happening, GNC really focused on uh, like masks and hand sanitizer. It was a weird time. No fault to their own, but there was no more marketing around arms race. So I pitched an idea to Doug, and I was like, what if you – and it wasn't even for me. I was like, what if you guys had somebody that kind of just – traveled and built that relationship with people to grow the brand let them know it's there because at the time it sat in a gondola in the back and no one knew it was there there was no marketing there was no focus on it uh you have a new product there but it's the pandemic no one really is focused on it and um doug's like okay well, you're you're pitching all this but you're not telling me if you want the job and i was like i didn't think about that and i was like yes and i was driving around stores with my boss at the time and who's i told him i was like hey i got to talk with doug miller and he's like what <laughs> what's going on so i stayed in the car and doug's like okay well can you do me a favor and i was like yeah he's like get me numbers how much will it cost me what do you need and so i reached out to some of my friends in the industry and i was like hey when you started out with this company what was the car stock like what did you need and he broke down the numbers so i called doug back the next day and i was like this is the numbers this is what I'd be asking for salary. And Doug goes, well, that salary is a little bit too much. Uh, you're going to earn it, David. And I was like, okay. And uh, he's like, I'll call you back if Julian accepts. And uh, sure enough, he called the next day. He's like, can you be in Virginia Monday? And I'll tell you part of this story. I don't think I've ever told Doug. But there was a huge snowstorm on that Monday. Like one of the worst in Ohio ever. So I spent my own money. I rented this white SUV. And I drove to Virginia because my car would not make it. And I left at 2 a.m. that day and went to HQ. Doug, I sat in the office with Doug, and he's like, yeah, it's Monday, so we have the arms race call at 2 o'clock. So not to put pressure on you, but if you sign this contract, you can be in, in the meeting. And I'm like, he's like, with no pressure, you can not sign it, take a week to think about it. And I was like, well, I kind of want to be on this meeting. So signed the contract, had a good meeting, uh, loaded up in car stock, drove back to Columbus that day, and 
yeah, I've been driving ever since. <laughs> to be completely honest, it's not uh, stopped or slowed down from there. But um, it, it's been a lot of fun along the way. But Doug, Doug entrusted a lot in me, and I like to hope that uh, I, I met his expectations of what this was. That van life, you you like just live the van lifestyle. That's like a big like online thing is like living a van lifestyle. But it's like you don't live it until you do like what Dave does. Like <laughs> like you live out of that thing. I, I do. I don't sleep in it. There have been times where, uh, you know, tire pops on the road at 11 p.m. You got to take a nap in the van. Um, but that's the beauty of it, too. I, I've learned to uh, adapt to certain things. My lifestyle. Um, I, I just like I've always made this excuses like tracking macros and stuff like i'm very still heavily in the, the bodybuilding lifestyle um so i just bought a big freezer to sit in the back of the van now so i have not fallen off my diet in weeks but yes i now live the van lifestyle i eat out of the van as well i'll pack all my meals on sunday and uh just stop at pilots and sheets and wawas and find some microwaves and eat up my food so i can still you know hopefully look a certain way by the end of the year. So I'm very excited about that one. But yeah, it's definitely a fun van lifestyle for me. Just out of curiosity, because I want to keep moving, but you, you gave us a little bit of your life. You told us that you weighed 430 pounds, and you said you lost all this weight. Uh, you got all this, all this. But there was a point in your life where you were incredibly like shredded and muscular. I see pictures, but I have not figured out where yeah. in the timeline this sits. Like You were competing in bodybuilding at some point. Where does that fit into your whole life? Uh, so that was the law firm. Um, oh, when I had when when I had the nine to five, um, eating your meals was very easy to get in. Um, I got into Rob Bailey during that time frame. I know mm. I talked about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, my my diet was so regimented. Um, my very last show, ironically enough, and I love telling the story, uh, was uh, against a nineteen year old by the name of Christopher Bumstead, and. Uh, <laughs> I saw that guy and I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to stop competing. And I stopped competing from there, but I, I kind of got the itch again. You know, I'll never be Chris Bumstead, but it's uh, it's that discipline factor to it. Um, I really miss the eating cold broccoli just because you got to get it in. And current day, it feels miserable about it. But back then, it just didn't. But uh, yeah, it was mostly the law firm years getting into GNC. And I think GNC is when like I just kind of became sedentary. Like you eat those snacks at work and, <laughs> you know, you're still lifting the same, but uh, your, your life's a little bit more hectic. You don't you got that time to just sit down and schedule your meals like you did uh, when you work a nine to five. Cool. Are you currently still carnivore or some sort of variation of that? No, I completely ended carnivore. Okay. Um, I hired a coach for this year. Oh, I didn't hire her. She didn't. Um, but yeah, I got a new coach. Uh, one of the core um, employees is coaching me to hopefully compete again early next year. So she's kind of helping my metabolism to get out of the carnivore aspect. Um, I loved carnivore. I thought it worked incredibly well for me um, with being a larger person when I was younger. Um, inflammation, and I had arthritis at 13 years old. So my knees, my ankles, um, carnivore really did help with that. So currently not doing it. I'm not going to say no, never again. Uh, eating steak is by far my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, but no, I'm not on carnivore anymore. Cool. So let's get into arms race. Um, we have a lot of cool things in the docket specifically to talk about the new harness evolution. Um, but I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about anything before we get into that, because we haven't really had an arms race podcast before. 
Right. So, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like so we covered a lot of your stuff over the last year and a half or so. Um, and we recently named you the breakout brand of 2022, 2022. Um, I was I had you in the running for brand of the year until um, until we kind of broke it down more and it was just arms race wasn't there yet. But I was very, very excited and bullish on arms race. And that was selfishly because I'm using a lot of your stuff and um, clarity and night night especially were great launches in 2022 for me personally. And then um uh, stabilize hers is actually, I, I don't do a full dose of my wife, but that's even in the stack. So I, I didn't even mention that on the podcast. So we have a lot, um, th- there's a lot we can cover. So 2022 is a pretty big year. Uh, a lot of people are of course going to want to want to hear about the, uh, harness evolution as well, which yep. as we record, this is not yet live, but we will be, we will be teasing it, uh, with this podcast. So if you want to talk about the past or talk about the future, I'm down for either one, whatever you're most excited about. Yeah, I want to. I'll cover actually the story of arms race. Cause I think it's really fun. It all comes full circle. Um, so people wonder why Doug does so many brands, right? <laughs> They're always like, Oh, he's always starting something new. And, and I love it. Um, I think I made a comment the other day at HQ. It's like Doug's a dream and it's absolutely amazing um, because he's in this position to where he just, he lives so passionately about what he does. And if he sees a good idea that resonates with him, he wants to go for it. So uh, arms race originally started with uh, Core trying to get Julian for an athlete. And, you know, we're all a part of this industry to where people brand hop, like, a lot. And Julian had this idea. He's like, listen, I could be an athlete for Core, but I had just was with Optimum. I was just with Bodybuilding.com. The next thing I have to do has to be my last thing. He's like, the more you hop around, it just kind of devalues you and your word it's like oh this is the best pre-workout no now this is the best pre-workout um so i really love that story because it just kind of shows that julian um just at the start cared about the way he influenced right he didn't want to just keep changing he wanted his he wanted his influence to mean something so he said the next thing he has to do has to be his last thing and that's kind of doug instantly went well we can do that we have the manpower we already have core and so arms race kind of resonated from that and people always ask where's arms race come from well julian has the arms race gym in oregon um it's not military related i just always have to say that i get that's my biggest question i got um julian is very pro-military and firefighter and policeman but the the name and everything does kind of stem from the julian gym and making everything as authentic as possible and we want to do an influencer brand the right way and the right way was making products that were so good that God forbid Julian was hit by a bus, the products would still stand on their own without his influence. And I just truly feel at this point we have done an amazing job with that. You know, old school dedication, modern science. You know, we we've really tried to uh, change the game in regards of what are people not doing, and what do we want to take? And that's the whole aspect of it. Like we don't. I mean, I think you guys know the the core family more than anybody. We don't look out there and be like, okay, we want to hop on this bandwagon or this bandwagon. It's more so what do we want? And we just launch it and in hopes that people like what we like. So I think it's really authentic from that perspective. Um, and on, you know, the way arms race has grown, you know, we, we make things that not necessarily, I would say, is the most popular category, but it's things that we're passionate about. So I really just love the aspect of what we do. Um, 
so that's really the background and story of arms race. I just think the story is so important to tell um, as it, I, I feel like I was going to struggle with this aspect of, Oh, you guys just start another brand and you just dump fury into the harness canister. And it's like, no, it's, it's a completely different aspect. It's authentic to uh, what we really like. And I like to think, you know, Dave Reinecke helps a lot with the formulation, but uh, we do kind of make sure that Julian approves of every single thing. Um, his style of training and what he uh, he wants is very different than uh, what Doug wants. But um, there's like this personality part of Doug that is more arms race. Arms race and core couldn't be further apart of the personalities. Um, probably the only reason I'm smoking a cigar right now um, is because I can. If this was core, I'd probably have to wear a pull-up. Um, but a- the aspect is we're authentic to who we are, and we just really hope other people kind of re- resonate to that. I've been loving seeing you and Patrick on the road together because like what you're talking about, like the two different personalities between core and and arms race, you and Patrick are probably the best people for those respective brands. You know, Patrick lives the crush it core lifestyle, the natural bodybuilding, you know, six meals a day, no matter what, like, you know, and, and, and not to say that you are any less of a fitness enthusiast or father or any of it. It's just two different stabs at the same thing. And it's really cool to see you guys travel together because the, these two brands are now both in vitamin shop for anyone who's listening and wants to know why these guys are now traveling and hitting these stores together. Whereas you previously would have been separate. Yeah. It's also, we, yeah, we I- noticed pretty well in the, like at the Arnold last year that, um, the the yeah. booths were right across from each other, but the demographic is clearly very different between the brands. Yeah. So I've actually been personally emailed by someone like, you know, we had a price plot alert go out for two different things. One was for core, one was for arms price the same day. And I got a response like, Hey Mike, and if you pl- reply to those contact to price.com emails, they come to me. And so one guy said, Mike, how did you, how does Doug or someone like Mark Lobiner, how do they do so many brands? And like, can he possibly believe in all that they compete against each other? Like, what's the story there? And like, um, to me, it's like those, these brands don't compete against each other at all. They definitely chase different demographics. And like for America labs, it has the F bomb pre-workout. You're not going to see that that type of pre-workout in core or arms race. And, you know, so different attitudes, different, uh, demographics, but it does give you, um, under that one roof. If you're a big fan of this crew of guys, it gives you a lot of options too. Like I like some stuff from core, but I, I, I'm like, I'm more on like arms race, like lately in some of these formulations as well. Um, but like, for instance, with you give it gives you more options. For instance, uh, sleep aids. I like, I like night, night, there's no melatonin in it. And melatonin is a kind of a divisive ingredient, but if you do, do like melatonin core Z's actually has, and it's spelled ZZZ that actually does have like four or five milligrams of melatonin. So you have like uh, different options and these are completely different products. So that's, that's one way I, I t- discuss um, you know, how like someone like Doug can, can be owner or part owner of multiple brands and not have like conflicts of interest, but it gives you more optionality. So you don't have to do everything from one brand unless you're like really, really all in to support Julian or something like that. But I like to, I like to pick and choose out of the family. Yeah. I mean, that's, what's really cool about it. Um, like I definitely think it's different personalities of Doug, but, and obviously Julian's influence as well, but it, it's, it's a way I think at the end of the day, we just want to win, right? We just want to create some cool stuff. Um, no matter who wins or if anybody wins, um, it's really just kind of creating like, I don't ever believe that the the goal is to build the brands to sell them and just, you know, tongue in cheek marketing. It's truly completely different aspects of life. I think um, core, they teeter more on this lifestyle brand at this point. 
And I would say arms race is more uh, bodybuilding, but casual lifestyle. It's like the, you know, I don't want to say it, but it, it's the average lifter that likes to smoke a little. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's just a certain vibe. Um, I, I would say, I honestly would say it's it's like the above average lifter that smokes a little because like like when I went to that event down in, in North Carolina like everyone there was big yeah yeah you know like I mean I guess though I get your point like the average lifter is above average from the normal person right so it, sometimes yeah. I get a little jaded over like you know like I think everyone is as into this stuff as we are and you take a step back in a normal gym and you realize how many not fit people there are but. You're the yeah, by no means am I fit right now. And I went to a Crunch Fitness in Jersey, and I'm like, I have the biggest arms here. I feel sad yeah. about this. Like, I'm not in that great of shape right now. So we left off with asking about. Um, oh, we we're talking about the, the culture, the lifestyle, the brands, and then yeah, his big arms. I heard daily pump somewhere, in there. <laughs> and then I was going to ask kind of a if the. Uh, if you, if you want to tell a story again, you can. I was going to ask about the labels, like the brown paper labels. Is that something to do with like the the cigar wrapper, tobacco, or something like that? That's what I like to uh, say now. I think it does give a classic cigar look. Um, but there's that other part of me I will not touch on Kitten's original vision. Um, so I can't really. I was not around during that. Um, all I can say is to me. When I first saw the labels, it was a classier look in a store. You At this current day, you have all these just bright labels, and every brand that comes out now, they all look the same. They're cartoony. They're trying to get that younger generation. Um, I really think the labels just stand out among themselves. They're just so different. Mm -hmm. um, so I personally, I do relate it to cigars. I, I like that, that it does feel like a, a cigar look or you know any of that, but even just like non-specifically, like just the fact that it, not that I have a problem with cartoony labels, you know, I can, I can get a good laugh no. out of that, but yeah. like it was, it's a nice shift, you know, like it is, and it, it's nice to see like um, a more mature sports brand that presents as more mature too. Like we have a lot of sports yeah. brands that mean well, um, but you guys have really brought like all around 360 degrees, like a, a mature discussion to the market on this stuff. So I, I also just like everything old school. I've always appreciated old school. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, it, and it's really interesting, too. Like, we don't – I wouldn't say we necessarily pull an older demographic with it. Um, you know, if I could ever compare us to anybody in, like, the mainstream world, you know, I think Ghost is Nike, and they took that. And I like to think that we're kind of the vans of the industry, just completely dad moves. Like, that's that's more so, you know, who we are, right? Like, we all wear vans. You had to buy vans after being – with us in October. Yeah. Um, but that that's really like my goal with this. I, I want to be just this off brand um, thing that everybody can relate to. You know, it is to me like uh, I owned vans in high school. I owned vans in college, you know, like whatever, but like, I don't mind owning them again, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's kind of how I look at it. Like it, everyone can kind of relate to it. It's kind of funny when we were at that event, we were listening to music that I listened to in high school, you know, like it's, it, and it's, it's okay to still listen to it now. You know, like it's, it was kind of cool that like, they're all very familiar topics, very familiar, uh, you know, whatever, but it, it's still fun to be around. It's, it doesn't have to be all new things. Uh, yeah. And I think that one of the obsessions in fitness, young fitness culture, especially with TikTok and stuff is this obsession with like new trends and stuff. But 
when I was around your team, everyone's very comfortable. Everyone is, um, you know, fun to be around and it, it doesn't feel too young and trendy. It just feels comfortable, like very family-esque. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we pride ourselves on that the most, like uh, the arms race community. Uh, they're so unique and, you know, there's people from all walks of life, but everybody treats everybody like family. And it's just, it's, it's an incredible experience to be a part of truly. So like, I, I honestly, uh, the day you left, I was like, I really hope that you got to see um, the brand. Right. Like, and you kept telling me at the time, you're like, you know, like it's Julian just stood around a fire with all his fans and just got to hang out with him at the end of the night. Like not a lot of people do that. And it's just, it's that down to earth aspect, you know, we're not yeah. better than anybody. We're not, we're, we're a family. I, we appreciate you supporting us, but at the end of the day, like we're here for you guys. So yeah. it, it's really awesome to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was funny. Supply side, uh, before Mike came out, Julian spent a night with us. We went, we went out to, uh, what, what, uh, where did we go with you guys for that cigar? Uh, Caesars. It was in Caesars, yeah, yeah. Caesars Palace. And uh we ended up going on like a like a one AM adventure for In N Out Burger that took a lot of twists and turns. We almost got frostbite. Um, we like literally almost died on the strip, like getting to In N Out. And and it's so fun because you know, like we we get to hang out with a you know, a bunch of these quote unquote influencers and a lot of people forget that they're real people. Yeah. You know, and and it, it is uh it's really refreshing when you get to spend time with someone where it's not at a meet and greet you know yes and and especially when julian does meet and greet type stuff it doesn't feel like a meet and greet you know so it 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 felt good to spend some time with someone and just be like a normal human being because i think a lot of people lose the human aspect when they become like a an influencer of sorts and i I, I think if you can maintain that you can continue to project that and put that in the content i think that's when you win which I think you guys do a good job with. Yeah, Julian is uh, like one of the most down-to-earth humans. The one thing I'll always applaud him on is uh, at events and stuff. You know, we got the Arnold coming up. But he always has this thing to where he'll talk and he'll have all his fans stand around in a circle. He'll just keep inviting them in. And it's and I think that's that's the culture, right? Everybody matters to him. And it's really amazing. Like He's not there to charge you for a picture. He's not there to, you know just try to get money from you. He truly cares and he'll always remember you. And then he'll message you on Instagram later. Hey, so thank you for, you know, coming out. He'll remember the stories. It's that part of Julian is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I, I hate, uh, come across a starstruck or anything like that, but like, you know, the few times that I've gotten to hang out with Julian, every time I come back, he like remembers exactly who I was and that's not yeah. something you expect. And that's just out of like, just understanding that, look, we have 13,000 followers just on Instagram alone. And I understand that like, every dm that i get i don't remember the people who they are so yeah like you know you do your best but to realize that he has over a million and he's able to remember faces at least like that's really impressive and it means that he's putting some effort into it you know uh so that, that's always really cool f- to to be around get like a little dm from him later and be like oh wow okay like you know this guy is actually being present through that and I, yes and it's not even like talk trash about other influencers like i understand a lot of this is very overwhelming but you can tell he puts a lot of effort into remembering that stuff oh absolutely he he cuts off some time like he uh he definitely struggles with uh i don't mean to speak for him but the the aspect of always being on your phone and things like that so like he has apps that kind of even block him out for a certain time I need and that. i think it's like 2 p.m like he doesn't pick up his phone till 2 p.m but he goes in this like time frame and he responds to like just everybody he possibly can 
Um, and, but the, I think that part's amazing too, right? Cause that's a whole nother job. It's, you know, bringing your phone out and being like, okay, I want to make sure I respond. I don't want to disrespect this person. Like he truly cares. And, and then again, just focusing on your mental health with the whole influencer stuff is, is pretty cool to me. Like it, it's, it's not like he's just on his phone. Like, okay, okay. I got to do this all day long. Um, he has a time like separated for that. So I think that part is really uh, admirable on his part. Seriously. All right. Well, let's talk some product. I think uh, supplements. I think it's time to get into some. Uh, I really want to get into Harness Evolution. I don't. I, we have a lot of other ones to talk about for sure. But maybe could we talk a little bit about like what has Harness been for you guys, and why was Harness Evolution a necessary move? So uh, it's it's the new stuff. We were noticing ourselves. Um, you know, I think Harness is still to this day like one of the best daily drivers. Um, but look, looking at the industry. Um, we had a couple ideas floating around um, because we are in the household of, you know, core redid and did fury Two. Um, what could harness do? Like what's the newness and harness. Um, and we wanted something that was just very harness esque, but it's like, what do you call it? I don't want to up the caffeine. Um, and when we talk about it, harness evolution is not a higher stim than regular harness because we believe that there's a certain milligram of caffeine that you need. Um, you don't want to bend that. So we just wanted a little bit more ingredients. We wanted a different feel. Um, and we wanted to pack it as full as as many ingredients as we possibly could that are patented. So um, we really just need, felt that need. It, this isn't your daily driver. This would be your, your leg day um, pre-workout. Then you can go back to harness because we're not trying to – harness will still be available when this is out. Um, this will be a $59.99 pre-workout. But – it's it's going to be something that's just fun taking for when you need it mm -hmm. to where the previous products will still work and you'll still feel the effects and you'll still like it. You have the same amount of sim in there. So in yeah. a lot of ways, it really is exactly an evolution. Um, you know, you added in, but with didn't really uh, change the the core mission of it. Uh, what I would say um, still kind of rings true. And which is so funny, too, to me, because uh, Harness you and I have talked about this. Like some people mistakenly take one scoop instead of going for the two. And they're like, oh, this isn't very high stim. Like you take two scoops of harness. It's a lot that's going on in your body. Yes. And, and that's the thing. Like you can't, um, a lot of people are ingrained in that, right? Like the one scoop, um, it, it's hard to train every consumer that it should be two scoops. Um, but for the ones that really do love this stuff, that's what evolution was for. Yeah. The ingredient aspect of it. So I guess we could start getting into it. Um, At some point you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be able to look at the label by the time this publishes. So it'll be in the show notes as well, and that's all gonna be linked up top. So, in general, total caffeine content in two scoops. So this is the full you know, the clinical doses of a lot of these ingredients, but not all. I mean, the, you can get some clinical dosing actually in one scoop here, and that's mm -hmm. what's cool. Yeah. In two scoops, though, we're gonna have a total yield of caffeine that's right around 400 milligrams of caffeine. Um, depending on how you do your math, but it's 350 milligrams total. Oh, okay. You changed a few things. So you have yeah, 300 milligrams total of caffeine and hydrous, and then you have 150 milligrams of the extended release Zoom XR, which yields, give or take, that's going to be roughly hundred more milligrams yeah. of caffeine or so. Right. right. And so, yeah. and so that's pretty cool. I, I'm a big fan of Zoom XR. That's actually in America Labs' boom pre-workout and don't take it too close to bed. I would say, cause this stuff does really extend the hit of caffeine. So you're going to get a longer yeah. 
you're going to a long time, longer time period. So right when that caffeine and hydrus is starting to like possibly peak or wane, that's when the zoom XR picks up on it. So the, right off the bat, you're going to have roughly the same amount of caffeine as two scoops of harness. Then you start getting fun though, like going up to the top of the label, you are using 3.2 grams of beta alanine per scoop. So you're going to have a full 6.4 gram dose of beta alanine in a two scoop serving, which for those who get the, the paresthesia tingles, it's going to, it's going to bring it. And what's yeah. cool though, is the goal with beta alanine, you're trying to get to saturation faster and, um, and carnosine saturation. So it's the precursor to carnosine to help buffer lactic acids and, and, uh, and uh, help it prolong endurance. So, there are a few additional studies, and we're going to have to do a blog post on this eventually, citing those as well. Um, a few studies show even better improvements on the 6.4 gram mm-hmm. uh, dose there. So I, I like that because it gives us a, a few more things to talk about. But in general, you're going to get the saturation faster, and that's that's the plan. Citrally, Didn't I see at- some stu- – not to interrupt you, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, but uh, have you guys seen the study uh, with over 9 grams? No, have I? I, I saw it the other day. There, there's a new study over. Uh, oh, really? That not, yeah. Because I, I thought it was really interesting to stack. Because again, I, you know, I'm not saying you have to stack daily pump with this, but you technically could, uh, given the new study with the, I think it was 9.4 grams. Oh, really? Uh, beta alanine. But I read that I think it was like three days ago. But it's going to be very interesting. This would put. Okay, that well, yeah. If, there, we, if we'll try to find that, and if we do, we'll it'll be posted in the show notes. Thanks for letting us know. No one yeah. sent that over. So, um, awesome. Yeah. So like citrulline, the main nitric oxide ingredient, you had five grams in a harness. Now we're at three grams per scoop. So six grams. So you're upping the energy blend, roughly the same, but you're upping the ergogenics, you're upping the pump. You have two and a half grams of betaine. I don't even know if that was in harness. Nope. Nope. No, they, well, and we should say around this dosage is where we should start noticing uh, V nitrox was pulled out. Mm -hmm. um, But that made room for, well, the nitrosgene, really. Yeah, Venatrox is a grape and apple seed extract. But then, yeah, you so you removed a little bit, but man, you're going to make up for it because betaine, if you drink enough water, is going to help with the, the hyperhydration type aspects. It's an asthmalite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of studies on muscle, muscle gains and fat loss, like great methyl, uh, methyl donator. This is donor. <laughs> and it, so it's a really good uh, solid ingredient. We've seen a lot of pre-workouts lately. But then um, tyrosine dose, one gram per scoop, two grams and two scoops. So- that seems to be like we seem to have leveled up the the industry and a lot of a lot of the tyrosine dosing, and sadly to say, like a lot of people are sleep deprived these days, and tyrosine yeah. in combination with caffeine does help with that. Um, obviously, like you're going to, you know, arms race is is all about holistic health and and turning off your phones before bed if you got to take some night night, take some night night, but like get that blue blue light off and you know get some sleep, but. This is like, if I'm sleep deprived, <laughs> I generally do reach for a tyrosine caffeine combo pre-workout like this. Yeah. Um, and then Ben, yeah, nitrosagene, which Ben has plenty of videos discussing. That's going to be the full, you know, clinical dose, um, inositol ba- bound arginine silicate that's uh, in two scoops, 1.5 grams. So not only are you getting six grams of citrulline, you're getting a ton of pump here. You're going to get the nitrosagene as well. So you're like beyond clinical on citrulline, you're clinical on nitrosagene. Um, and then even lower for the pumps, skipping a couple of ingredients. We have vasodrive, dude. It's yeah. Well, this is, this well is we loaded. we definitely shouldn't skip the no. Uh, we're not Sant Energy. No, and so that's one of those ingredients. I I, I kind of get off on these ingredients when um because I do like swimming is my cardio, and I notice breathing patterns a lot. This is one of those that 
helps oxygenation helps with lung capacity i'm not sure i i'm saying it properly but it helps with the like the vaso uh, bronchodilation is what i'm looking for so uh, one of those more oxygen support ingredients and so for me i i get excited when i see th- these types of ingredients because um they seem to help me last longer we'll just say yep. so that's a that's a fun pre-workout man and then we have the uh and then okay, caffeine, caffeine, and then we have the vaso drive. So now, now this is actually working nitric oxide, or it's working the the pump from a different angle here. This is an um, an ACE inhibitor, so it's going to help restrict your blood flow restrictors. And so this is more play in defense. And this seems to be a Doug Miller favorite ingredient. I'm starting to see we see a lot of vaso drive with Doug. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. I'm guessing he sees some arm pump on that. <laughs> so it's pretty much everywhere. So not surprising to see that there. Um, and that's actually a, a cool ingredient derived from, from case and proteins. And then we have your for, choline source. Was that, I was just gonna say well, one thing that I picked up from, from Hector, Hector Lopez with Vaso drive was that it makes my pumps stay around longer. Yes. Like um, it's defensive in terms of making a bigger pump by the way of the pathway. It's defensive, but it's also defensive in like the amount of time that it sticks around, which to me makes you wonder if there's like a recovery aspect to it as well. Um, and, and relating it to Julian's training, like kind of what David was talking about before that, like, you know, like Ryan Ecke helps a lot with the formulas, but it also has to kind of meet the brand of Julian. Like Julian's all about that pump. Um, you know, whereas, you know, like, like I'm very really? much a progressive overload person. He's very much like a, a blood dr- uh, driving person and especially on like weird exercises he does. But um, bringing a lot of this pump stuff in here is going to it's a, it's a big message that it brings those nutrients in hopefully for more recovery, I think is really kind of like what Julian talks a lot about. So it makes sense for the brand is what one thing I wanted to note. But yeah, keep going mm-hmm. on Elevate TP. Oh, yeah. Then after that, we have uh no, I, we have city choline is the choline oh, source, 250 yeah. milligrams in two scoops. Um, that one, to me, that's the feel good version of choline. That one, that's when I feel and you kind of like the dopamine boosting version of choline. So I, I'm not going to call it stimulatory, but it kind of feels good. And then L of ATP. Now this, we've, we've talked a lot about peak ATP lately. Um, that was in core peak. L of ATP is completely different. It, it's, it's apple P and apple, um, ain't and apple extracts and so this is actually uh, a bunch of polyphenols that helps your body produce more of its own more atp itself whereas an ingredient like peak atp you're just adding disodium atp directly this is like an atp uh, help you generate atp ingredient atp of course is like our energy and currency in cells and stuff so um they have a few studies showing improved performance because of that um but it is mostly like a lot of polyphenols and in in some minerals inside if you go back a few studies they cite a 20 there's a 2010 study where we could show like what the ingredients were at least in that 2010 study and hopefully they haven't changed it too much but there's like some stuff like quercetin there's like caffeolic acid there's a bunch of stuff that you see in a lot of these uh a lot of these fruits that is uh, that are generally pretty beneficial for for like cellular energy production. So that's LFATP. Then we have the ZoomXR part of our caffeine blend, prolonging in that caffeine. We're still going. We have uh, Cognatic. Is Ben? Is that how you pronounce it? That's how they, I've been they, pronouncing they it. They renamed. Yeah. Okay. They renamed Neurofactor, the the coffee fruit extract that it's like kind of a nootropic brain derived neurotrophic factor uh, increaser. They, I don't know what exactly why they did that, but it was called Neurofactor. Any new product need, now needs to call it Cognatic with Cognatic. It ends with IQ. And then um, 
And so you have a hundred milligrams there for that ingredient. I just generally feel, it just feels good. I don't know. Like yeah. it just seems the, like the first time I noticed it was with like PE science prolific. I was like, there's something a little, little just extra in there. And I, I attribute it to that ingredient. Every time I have it, I just like it a little more, but I don't like, I don't notice my memory getting better. I just, I just noticed that I like the pre-workouts that have it yeah. more. Um, it's like and when you have a finally, good meal and they put a little bit of that, spice on it and you're like, you have a good meal. They throw a little bit of spice on it. It's not like crazy spice. You're like, ah, oh, that's nice. Like, it, I don't know. It doesn't, yeah. it's not like acetylcholine or anything super intense, like a big dose of tyrosine, but I guess just a little bit more focus from it. Like, right. You know, yeah, it's, it, it's nice. Exactly. And then finally, Huperzine A to help uh, prevent the breakdown of your acetylcholine from the city choline that you've added. So we have, and then if you go all the way up top, so we have like very well-rounded energy focus, serious pump, even the bronchodilation that gets me excited. You have like a lot of stuff in here. This is a 24.5 gram serving size at two scoops. And then above, we also have um, hundred milligrams of sodium coming from sea salt, but to balance it out a little bit, you do have 72 milligrams of potassium from the potassium glycinate that I think Dave's been formulating a little bit into uh, the core products lately. So I like to, I like to see potassium next to um, next to sodium. If you start looking at the mechanisms, potassium is very helpful for va- for the vasodilation mechanism. So it's good to see there, but it's, it's just 72 milligrams, 2% of data value. It's not going to be the, the biggest thing, but we do notice that I, one of my theories is that we are taking too many things that either smash potassium or we are taking just not, we're just not eating enough potassium foods and too much sodium. I don't think people need to lower sodium, especially not athletes. I think I love sodium. I think we need to find ways to stop killing our potassium and, um, or to take more. Cause like, if you're not eating certain foods, you're not eating like, you know, potatoes, bananas, you're, you're already like, it's tough to get in that, that much potassium. So I'll take, I'll take potassium anywhere, anytime, 2% sure. So that's my breakdown of your label. I'm, uh, I'm not sure what exactly like the idea here was, but like, it's impressive. Like obviously pumps are a key thing here. So like you kept the, the energy blend, but you really, really leveled up pumps. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the cool thing with Julian. He really does focus on uh, stretching out the muscle, getting the most blood flow out of it. So making it as authentic to what he would take um, is really the key there. So definitely going to be a lot of pumps. No, you do not have to stack a daily pump with this. So I think at that aspect, you get a deal, right? Like it's a $60 pre-workout, but you're not buying harness and daily pump to achieve these results. And I do think even if you were to stack them, you're still getting somewhat of uh, a decent pre-workout to really enjoy your workout. So have you been, were you beta testing it? Were you part of that? Or when you're traveling around, like what's your gym situation in the first place to get back to you? And like, did you beta test this while you're moving around? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll test, I try to get to HQ, uh, twice a month roughly for a few days um so i'll i'll get some baggies and i'll take it with me um that way i could kind of test out whether i get i get to the gym in the mornings or in the evenings uh i I test out whether you know i can get to sleep afterwards things like that um especially around my diet so since i'm so consistent with my diet current day i can really test out well did i just eat this at this time or or is that why i felt better it's really testing the pre-workout based upon my diet now and uh, yeah, I mean, it'll always be a little bit different, but this I've been training on consistently the last month. So with something like this, do you, did you have like any kind of step-by-step that you could walk us through? Like what happened from harness to harness evolution? Like what, what was the first concept or were there different iterations on this? Like what was the process like? 
There was honestly, I want to say about two. Um, over on the core side, uh, Jug was working on something. Um, can't say what that is. Um, and we we kind of incorporated it into arms race. Um, you know, there has been an, an ask, right? Like, um, there's an ask for retailers right now to have the $60 pre-workout. You, We have a more educated customer base that doesn't have a problem spending the money for these things. So that was more. It's just giving people what they have asked for and doing it in a way that's more authentic to us. So there wasn't really a, oh, harness, you know, it's not enough. Harness is enough. Um, but there is that customer base that wants a higher, I wouldn't say higher STEM, but more of an ingredient-packed pre-workout based upon the growing education on the consumer. And I would even say that if you buy this product, you can make it stretch out if you use just one scoop at a time for some workouts yeah. and two for other. Or, you know, maybe some workouts you're taking one scoop with daily pump and other times you're taking two scoops or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's very versatile in the dosing. Like Mike was saying at the beginning, which I totally agree with, you get a lot of clinical doses off that just one scoop. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that's that second scoop makes a big difference, especially with like all the nitrosogen you get, all the caffeine you get. But that product's pretty, actually pretty versatile. Let me ask you. So uh, modern science, old, you know, old school uh, grid, this whole concept for for arms race. Uh, formulations of pre-workouts are not something that we expect uh, influencers to understand, um, you know, like and that's just that's just being nice about it. Like I. I don't expect Julian to know what the newest citicoline study is or any of that kind of stuff. It's not really his prerogative, but you guys brought him to supply side this year. Yeah. Um, was, were, was any part of that, like introducing him to ingredients and then understanding that a little bit better? Or what was, what was that like? So Julian actually does a pretty good job with, uh, if he doesn't know something, I'll get a text. Cool. Um, he, he's very much, I would say in tune with what we're doing. Um, you know, and if there's a new ingredient that comes out, he doesn't know it, it's an it's a chance to teach him what it does. That dude has so much on his plate. So the fact that he even cares is amazing as an influencer, because, yeah, I mean, you're an, you're exactly right. There's a lot of influencers out there that, you know, it's their face on it. Yeah. Which I, I said that I'm going to tease a flavor um, for evolution because it's my favorite since I said face. So I'm just going to leave it here. But, <laughs> so this is a new label for evolution. We're not going to say what flavor it is. But I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he does his best to try to understand the science behind it as well. It's funny because like it's OK to me because the like what his responsibilities are and like what our responsibilities are, like it doesn't really help them to know every single ingredient coming out. But seeing no. him walk around supply side, I was like, oh, that's that's, that's pretty cool because, you know, you don't really see a lot of brand owners at supply side. You know, you might see a Doug Miller, someone who's yeah. heavily invested um you don't usually see the influencer owner walking around even though i i mean i maybe i'm just a nerd i think it's wildly interesting to getting to see the stuff that we consume every day so seeing him get more involved that's it i mean i i, th I think it's pretty cool i understand though that a lot of times bo the bodybuilding crowd and the supplement crowd tend to disagree <laughs> on a lot yes uh well so. you even got to see um because, you know, our man, we're very blessed, right? Like our manufacturer is right next to us. So, I mean, you even got to see Julian going over to our manufacturer for the first time yeah. and uh, just having a blast. And he's he's asking questions. He's on point. Oh, what does this do? And he, he definitely wants to be more involved and learn as much as he possibly can. I mean, to me, it's always seemed 
ridiculous that those people are not as interested as we are because like to me it's like going to the like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, you know, like yes. getting to see like yeah. where the magic is made. I mean, that's just that's just cool to me. So um, I guess this is kind of the part where we start to at, try to get stuff out of you about going forward from here. Uh, Harness Evolution, we talk about launch dates and, and you know, what what the plan is with it and where it goes from there. Um, so I feel like we've uh, we've been quiet so far this year. It's I mean, we're doing this. What, what's today? February 2nd. 2nd, yeah. Yeah. Um so we have not launched a new product yet this year. Um during the Arnold, we will have three flavors of evolution. So we will launch three flavors of evolution. Um you can buy it exclusively that day. Um and just a fun little tease, if you cannot make it to the Arnold, you will not have to pay full price for it online that weekend as well. Cool. So there will be a good sale. Plug your code for it because I think it'll still work so they can get even cheaper. But yeah, I mean, you know, we always do a, a nice sale um, for the Arnold as well. So if you're there, awesome. You're going to get the best possible deal on it. And if you're not there, you're still going to get a pretty good deal online. So at least initially, you will never have to spend the $59.99 on it that weekend. Awesome. Cool. And and so you've been you've been pretty quiet in January, but um, there were a couple of things announced for this year that are yeah. already out there that I can kind of maybe poke you with. Uh, Harness Evolution is coming, which we know about, but also a couple of things were announced about your bars. Um, we haven't seen bars in a little bit. I mean, we've been enjoying the cinnamon one like crazy, dude. Uh, but <laughs> but the, so but, good, it's did, like ridiculous. Did we? I think we it was mentioned Frosted Flakes coming next. Yes. So. There will be I'm trying to think which ones will actually make it to the art. Well, be careful with what you say here. It's inspired yes. off of sugar coated cornflake cereal type cereal. Yeah, I'll right? actually hear it. Wait a minute. Let me let me actually read uh what they're officially called. So we get this completely right. Yeah. Um they are not collaborated flavors, although Arms Race secretly is working on a collaboration that is pretty cool. Um but we got frosted crunch cereal, which okay. would be your frosted flakies. Okay. And then fruity cereal. The fruity cereal will be exclusive at Vitamin Shop initially to launch. Cool. So I believe that's April, those kit stores. But um, all three, the cinnamon, the frosted, and the fruity will be in Vitamin Shop on shelves April. Wow. Okay. A lot coming January. Okay. April. We got a little bit of time. Yeah. Did we get to beta test any of that? Some of those were there when we tried that. Originally, um, we should have them end of February. So I'll have Mr. Uh, Reinecke send you guys some. Oh, we'll nice. have the finished product. I was going to say, I was told that it has still, uh, the one that we tried, that we tried is not the same as what we're going to get. They've actually changed Correct. a decent amount in that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the feedback been with those bars? Is everything still going well with them? Like besides me going insane over the, the cinnamon, um, are they doing well at the stores? Like people being good feedback? They're, they're doing well. Um, I, I, and I'll just be open about this. Unfortunately, we did so well with cinnamon that I think in comparison to the chocolate, mm -hmm. the chocolate's phenomenal, but like cinnamon is just so good. So we are seeing this aspect of um, cinnamons flying off the shelves because uh -huh. if you're picking between just two, 
You're either a yeah. chocolate lover, you know, more vanilla lover. You're you're grabbing the cinnamon. It's just it melts in your mouth. Um, we are redesigning the chocolate to be a little bit more milkier. Um, but yeah, they're they're doing extremely well. Um, we're in I, w- I was I want to say select gold gems across America, but uh, they are in distribution. Um, but mostly every corporate gym, gold gym across America has them current day as well. So if you guys see them that you're listening to this, go try them out. Um, they're phenomenal. And the macros are pretty awesome as well. That again, that's uh, another aspect of what we tried to really meet with Julian. He's, he's a macro counter, and you know we didn't go with sugar alcohols in these. We there's sugar in these, um, but the macros are so unique that you can fit these into your diet. Yeah, it's a real meal. Like is yeah, what do you know? At. Yeah, any of the the basis of using the pea protein in there? Um, it was more so just for the uh, texture of it. Okay, yeah, that might have been part of how it's working so well with the cinnamon. I don't know, but. Whatever you did, it worked. It's it's the crunch factor. We uh, there's yeah. three forms of protein in there. You got uh, some uh, vegan crisps. Uh, you got uh, that's what the you know the pea protein is. Um, you got collagen aspect to it, and then you got a whey aspect to it. So you're getting you three go. sources. Mm-hmm. To me, this the cinnamon is like a spice that like pops out of it. Yeah. Um, and the 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 chocolate, if it was on its own, I would love it. But it does not have a pop factor like the cinnamon yeah, does. It, the pop is the, the chocolate is, is delicious. The chocolate to me, chocolate. yeah, it's like a, a dark chocolate rice crispy treat. Yeah, or I would say like a cocoa puff, like that that feeling you yeah. get when you bite into like that's exactly what it's compared to. And so we nailed authenticity to what it was, but just again in comparison, cinnamon's cinnamon pops out like 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 yeah. you you bite that flavor and it like coats your whole mouth when you when you when you bite into the chocolate like it's definitely like a cocoa puff it's a deep deep chocolate you know it's not a yeah. milk chocolate it's not anything that pops and it's just kind of funny because like it's delicious on its own but then you try the cinnamon you're like god damn that is yeah. so good that's what we uh we do events now and uh <laughs> we have them side by side uh cut up for people to grab and I'm always like, uh, let's try the chocolate first yeah. because I want you to enjoy the chocolate because the chocolate's great if you've never had the cinnamon. Then you have the cinnamon and you're like, okay, this is what I, I want to eat now. So kind of trying to be more strategic about how people operate those. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, yeah, like, like you said, if, if you start with the chocolate, it's going to be great. And I would still buy the chocolate afterwards. But if you give me that cinnamon first, I'm going to buy two boxes of that cinnamon. Well, that's what I'm excited because I think the first ones you guys got to try, uh, we had the beta samples at last year's Arnold. Yeah. And then this year we'll have five flavors. Awesome. So it's uh it's really cool to watch the growth of that as well. So you're gonna have a pop and booth then in terms of product. Like you're gonna have yeah. a bunch of flavors of evolution and a bunch of different bars. Um yeah. are the bars gonna be beta samples at the Arnold or finished? I don't believe they should be finished because with these rolling out into um vitamin shop so soon, they should be the finished ones. Wow, very cool. That's, that's a nice expansion. That's really doing well. Yeah. Cool. Well, then I, my last question for you, because uh, I, I don't really don't have anything else. This has been great. Uh, I'd love to ask just like your involvement. You're obviously the guy at Arms Race, but I see you now at Nutrition Corners meetings. I see you with Core. I see you doing a lot of other stuff. How has your life expanded as part of Crush It Brands? Um, I think you're going to see uh, more of a crossover. Um you know, at, at the end of the day, I would say everybody under that roof is a family. Um, and I think I said at the beginning of this, we just want to win. Um, we all have different aspects of life. Like, you know, I always joke that, you know, arms race is Doug's alter ego. 
of, you know, this other side of him back in college. And uh, we're all kind of that way, right? Like, there's not just one fell swoop. Like, this is how you are. There, there's just different moods that people get in. There's different aspects that make humans humans. So um, even though I think um, by design, I am completely arms race the way I am, the way I dress, um, I am probably more mentally that crush it lifestyle at this point in my life. And, um, you know, when I go into vitamin shops, I still talk about core because it's such, uh, it's such an awesome story. And if there was never core, arms race would not exist. So I love telling, you know, when I go into vitamin shops now, like at the core of arms race is core nutritionals because that's how it started. Um, so yeah, like even in the manager meetings, uh, I think me and Patrick have really divulged into these, uh, leadership roles, um, with trying to help people. You know, when I was with GNC, I met, I was telling Patrick this last night, um, when I was with GNC, I got to watch people grow. That, that was my absolutely favorite part hiring people in training managers watching them grow so i've i like to think that i have helped in a positive way on the nutrition corners aspect as well um i just try to be uh wherever i'm needed and hopefully my skill set can kind of help people in the future no matter what avenue it is whether it's arms race whether it's a new brand uh <laughs> next year um it, it it's whatever I could be of service to. I, I truly just try to help out all along. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Cool. Is is Columbus, Ohio going to stay your home for the foreseeable future? Because that's obviously, not, uh oh, did I open if a I, can of worms? If I, if I answer this, Doug is going to be like, when you move uh, to North Carolina? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, overall, I do have a six-year-old daughter. Um, that's in the thought process. Um, I have 50-50 custody. If I were to get full custody... Um, I will probably end up in North Carolina sooner or later. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all divulging on that. Um, so no matter what I'm, I'm in Columbus on the weekends, I feel like I'm never there. So, right, um, yeah. you know, I'm at HQ a lot. I feel like I, um, I have a good balance current day with where I'm at and with, with what I do, I'm not really needed in one area right now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. No, I, I spent five years in Columbus and, and loved it, but visiting when we visited in North Carolina, there was definitely something special to that area. So, uh, and maybe it was just cause we had a great trip just with the guys. So sometimes it's no, it's, no. it's weird. I, uh, I <laughs> I've been back my... <laughs> it's every time you, you walk out your hotel and you smell the air in the morning. You're like, this is, this is nice. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> There's this Next crisp dew in out. the morning. Like, like, yes. no, you're, you're, no, you're not. You're like, that's not even a joke. Like the morning is crisp there. Yes. It is different and it's nice. Uh, at some point you guys got to probably come out on Doug's boat. That's, that's the experience just on the lake and, you know, watching Doug surf is another aspect of just, you, you just look around you're like, okay, I, I could live here. This is nice. Yeah. Or driving from the airport to uh core, we drove past that lake and I was like, I could buy a house here for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like, cause Julian was staying at that Airbnb that night. We dropped the swing dogs out, off at, and just like being, yes. That, yes. being in that area. I was like, Oh, I could definitely find myself living here. Like this is, yeah. you know, it's like Ozarks, but more civilization, you know, <laughs> not that I don't love the city out there. I'm definitely more of a woods person. So it's like North Carolina, you get, you get that nice little balance. You can go to Charlotte and be in the city, but at the end of the day, the lake, the woods, that's more our vibe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I got Great. nothing else. Mike, you got anything? 
No, this has been awesome. This is what I was, man. Uh, you're not even going to ask about for. the RTDs. That's okay. Oh, I guess I got to <laughs> ask about. That. You know what? I did have. I, I should have opened up my computer thing here. Let me get to this. I talked yeah. about it on that one video. You're right. I completely forgot to bring that up. So let's talk about. I guess we have to talk about RTDs. I mean, we don't have to. RTD. No, that's a bullet point. I my bad. <laughs> I wasn't looking at my notes. I got I got too overwhelmed into the cereal bars. So, so what's the story with the RTDs? <laughs> Um, Doug is really hoping for Q2. Um, we, uh, they sample tested. I have not sample tested them yet. Uh, hopefully next week. But, um, all I will say is Doug's voice is very, uh, high when he tried these, he's very excited with the taste. Um, we got <laughs> our, we got the ingredients down. So it's a finished product. Um, working on some bottle designs now and picking the right look. Um, but Doug's hoping for Q2. Okay, All right. this is is this a still or a carbonated type drink? It and... is still. So we are moving into uh pre-workout. It'll be a harness RTD. Okay. And it, will it be more like harness or more like harness evolution or is it completely its own thing? That's actually a really good question. Um it'll be more like regular harness. Right. Okay, sweet. But and... you just gave uh -huh. me an idea. Ooh. So So there. Good. All right. So it's <laughs> like to be determined. Cool. Well, if you have any other tips to give us on what to ask you about for the rest of the podcast, feel free to, <laughs> feel free to speak up. <laughs> I'm, I'm an open book when it, when I get asked the right question. Um, no, I, I think that's pretty much uh, everything we got going on uh, in the next couple months. Um, a, lot, a lot of cool stuff down the line, a lot of cool stuff we're working on. Um, yeah, there's one thing I would love to say, but I can't, but I'm, I'm so excited about it. Um, we'll have to get you back on, catch up with you. Yeah. Get get me in like two months, and uh, I really I promise uh, what we are working on will be the first in our space, and it involves technology. Like I'm I'm so excited about it. Um, Dave Reinecki poking people uh, really paid off. Um, we got in contact with the right people that uh, are also working on the Super Bowl coming up. So uh, I'm excited. It's awesome. fun. Very this is cool. gonna be a new humidor. No, it is. You a used product. to have a humidor on the website, didn't you? Oh, it, he travels it with pop. it. <laughs> I travel with it. Yes. So it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're good. So bring that back. So that it, it's is, is this better or worse than a humidor? Your new technology idea. Uh, way better. Uh, it involves right. product. It will involve uh, a collaboration, um, and it will involve uh, virtual reality. Very cool. Very cool. All right. No one said that in the space, have they? Innovation. Mm -hmm. Can you add like <laughs> sprinkles as I did that? That'd be cool. <laughs> we'll get Cody on it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Cody. I, I think uh, the only thing, I, the only other thing I want to bring up is uh, we talked about getting me in for a road trip to the Midwest with you to go to this uh, visit Julian and the Sween Dogs. Yeah. And uh, I think that you, me, a camera, and the van would be the funniest collaboration of Arms Race and, and uh, Price Plow. It would be just priceless. Huh, priceless price plow. Uh, <laughs> we got to get around to that at some point. Yeah, um, honestly, uh, I was looking at, uh, I thought about March, but uh, I would like to line it up with uh, one of Julian's open gyms. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, drive across America, uh, whether you wanted to fly to Ohio or you wanted me to pick you up in New Jersey and drive you to Oregon, either one's cool. <laughs> uh, we can do it in three days. Um, I listen to a lot of pop punk. I'm sorry. 
but uh yeah totally i'm totally down for that i think it'd be a blast it, mike you got to meet like actually in-depth meet the arms race crew at some point it is really yeah. um it's i you know we always say like oh it's it's our people but like you meet these uh -huh. guys and you're like this is like just like kind of dave was saying it's it's always like our people it's just a different mood it's it's very cool that these i mean they lift like hard but they you know they listen to good music they like good food and they just it's just a family uh it is really something different getting to getting to see them in action so hopefully uh at, at uh, the arnold this year it seemed like last year i got to spend some time with the arms race crew so maybe we can do that again yeah mike are you there for the arnold this year yes we are booked awesome. up mm -hmm. awesome so we'll find some time awesome we will see you we'll go get some tacos Let's Last time we just sat around the fire at your hotel and smoked cigars. Yeah. Which was actually really funny. But tacos, actually, that sounds great. It was a good spot. Uh, Condado's in Columbus. Shout out. It's delicious. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, David. Awesome, man. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, I'm always available for you guys. Yeah. You want to list off um, Instagram? Uh, at Arms Race Nutrition. Uh, at David Dodrill um at doug miller pro <laughs> um, well that your tiktok is the me. arms race van right yeah it's uh arms race mobile i think <laughs> it's 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 the arms race listen we we're, we're still getting into tiktok it's it's a weird word out there yeah, um, i try to stay up to date on it but yeah it's me I'm, i run the tiktok the unofficial tiktok it's not really real but it's arms race so it's great all right. Well, then uh, we'll hopefully be talking maybe in another two months to talk about some uh, collabs and virtual reality. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Cool. Thank you for your time. Thank you. No problem.